0: Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my Purpose Girls. All right, goddess, truth time. Do you ever look in the mirror and focus in on the wrinkles or the extra half a centimeter that you see around your belly? or the pimple that seemed to grow overnight, or any of the other things that you find wrong with yourself? Are you one of the women, and you're not alone, who is constantly searching Google for how to lose weight or how to shed those pounds or any of that? I was just looking up on the internet what women search for, and the number one thing that women search for is how to lose weight. Which, of course, because we have been so conditioned To hate our bodies and to think that anything outside of the Tyra Banks, Heidi Klum, Victoria's Secret model body is wrong. But it's not wrong. It's beautiful. And listen, we all have done this. We all do it. We probably all will do it again. But something has to change. Because if you're like me or any of my clients, then it is making you miserable. And there's no way that we can be our most joyful, most radiant, most alive, most purposeful self, if that is how we're feeling. And so my guest today is going to help us with all that. She is the best of the best at how to love yourself sexy. How to feel sexy and beautiful and confident in the body that you have. She's one of my favorite humans on the planet, one of my soul sisters, one of my dear friends, one of my clients and colleagues. She has worked with Purpose Girls. she has done all my programs, including most recently, Goddess on Fire, which is my mastermind to just explode your purpose. Let me tell you about her. This is April Codd. She is the founder and creator of Love Yourself Sexy, which is all about empowering women to love their bodies just the way they are. April is your biggest cheerleader. She's your shoulder to cry on and your mirror to reflect your beauty back to you. A mama and wife who is balancing life and entrepreneurship while bringing women wisdom, embodiment, and real-life experiences to help them feel beautiful and sexy in their own bodies. April is so passionate about helping women love themselves where they are right now. April, welcome back to the Purpose Girl podcast. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't know if I've ever had anyone here twice. You might be the first.
1: And it's an honor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just love you and believe in you that much. So this is a real issue, this hating our bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, I had read an article in Glamour magazine that up to 90% of women hate some aspect of their bodies nearly every day
1: mm-hmm like what
0: what it's are crazy. we doing it's crazy it's crazy crazy yeah so maybe tell us your own journey to this
1: yeah so I'm like probably most women um I I grew up as a normal kid loving life right we have that full energy of everything and we don't think about our bodies and in that light of anything being wrong until someone kind of says something and it kind Mm. of gets passed down from, you know, for me, the first person that mentioned my weight was a doctor. And, um, after that, you know, my mom didn't have conversations with me about it. It was never really brought up again. So I kind of just thought it was something I had to deal with alone Mm. And it would continue to get brought up by other family members, um, saying different things about um, my weight and how I would I would lose weight and slim down when I got my period, and how mm. my body would change then. And and then it just kind of became like a mind game where I t- my mind started running the show, and it was like, well, if everyone's commenting on my body, then it has to be wrong.
0: Whoa. Right. If everyone is commenting on my body, then it has to be wrong. Right. And even notice there how like it, right? We talk about body as it as opposed to us. Yep. Right? But that feeling, you know, I I want to go and find that doctor and strangle that doctor. <laughs> and Me too. right. And it's like there's a difference between, you know, is your child healthy? Is your child eating the right foods, getting a well-balanced diet, getting a lot of movement. But I've even had that start with me with Shay, And he's a year and a half. And he is a good size boy. I don't know how else, like, he's, you know, he's like beautiful. He's got all, all his, he's so cute. He's so squishy. He's got all the rolls in all the right places. And I've had people even say to me, well, he'll thin out once he starts walking while he's walking. And, you know, and maybe then it'll be whole thin out once he gets taller. And like, it's, it's so messed up. And it's made me even pause and say, wow, have I heard myself even say that? But like, mm-hmm. how about we love him and his adorable, incredible, beautiful body exactly as he is?
1: Yeah. And it does start so young. And, and it's like, you know, so many people only care about that number on the scale. But Mm. I mean, it goes by some, like, how is our body doing with the weight it's carrying? Like, if it is doing bad, then we have to look at options of losing weight. But if your body's doing great and you're functioning well, like, you really don't, I don't think we really have to dive into weight loss all that much.
0: Mm. This is so fascinating. That's going to really be contrary to what so many women think, right? Like you and I know, because we've worked on, you know, first like helping you just like fall in love with yourself. Mm -hmm. The first program you did, Goddess on Purpose, was like you falling in love with yourself and then identifying your purpose and then moving into Goddess on Fire and like expanding it and all of that. This is revolutionary. Like I have seen you around a group of women where everyone is just mouth on the floor Jaw dropped because it doesn't occur to us that we might actually love ourselves without losing weight. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about what you see when you're out there and you're talking to women and they're in your programs.
1: Yeah. I think for the most part, for us to heal and be able to love ourselves where we are, we kind of have to go back to where the beliefs came from. Mm. And we really have to dive into where we got them from, right? I had to dig into who mentioned things, where they came from, like, and just how society over time has passed things down from my parents, from my grandparents, from my great-grandparents, and how they all thought about body image.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And we have to start going into, is that a belief that we believe? Or is it a belief that was just pushed on to us?
0: Mm. And sometimes it's hard to know the difference. It is hard to know. Right? Like, is this mine?
1: Because mm-hmm. it's such, from such a young age, right? Like, I think it's up until you're seven, everything you've learned, you believe like it's your, your own belief mm. and then you start noticing the difference between whether it's
0: you or whether it's someone else right right but you know we we form a belief because we've thought something over and over again and so if you had a doctor say something about your body <laughs> and then you hear all these family members say something <laughs> right something's wrong. then we think something's wrong mm-hmm. and what is incredible like you take such good care of your body you and i yeah. have been in exercise class together for at least a year maybe two at this point point. <laughs> You take incredible care of your body. You dance. You are the sexiest dancer I know of anyone. <laughs> and so, to me, that anyone would have ever said anything about your body, but I get it because I grew up in a family. I always, you know, it's like people talk about being sexist or racist. Well, I grew up in what a family I call lookist, mm-hmm. where like they didn't mean it, but there were a lot of conversations about looks. And how good looking we were and that it mattered to be so good looking. So I fell into, you know, I've never had a weight problem and get, after college, I gained like 30 pounds in college, but like weight problem is even, do we hear that? Wow. Do we hear that? How we even talk about, wow. Okay. So even that, right? Like, cause I look at every woman, I'm like, you're so so beautiful. Your body's so beautiful. Your body's so beautiful. But like. I could look at myself and say, "Do I have a weight problem?" No, there's no problem. There's no, <laughs> no problem. There's no problems. This is, I'm having a massive discovery in this moment because it shows how it shows how language is, right. Mm-hmm. And I would never use that to say about anyone else, just about myself.
1: Yeah, we're always harder on ourselves, right we, right? Like we would tell our best friend they look amazing and and believe it right? and know it. mm mm-hmm. And yet, we'll look in the mirror and we'll pinch ourselves and move our face around to (laughs) where we want it. And totally. And we wouldn't say those nice things to ourselves. And it's funny that you mention like our workout sessions, right? Because I never used to celebrate my body in that way. Mm. Like my workouts would be more like, torture almost like
0: Mm.
1: right to do it over and over because I had to lose the weight I thought I had to lose the weight so Mm. they were never about celebrating where I am and celebrating what my body can do which is now how my workouts are Mm. so it's been a transition of when I hated my body it was more about putting it through all this stuff to get me to a certain weight that everyone thought was perfect Right. Versus now I'm happy and content where I am. And now I just celebrate the heck of what my body's doing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goddess. Okay. Did everyone out there hear that? Because this is, April, this is, you and I always talk about that what you're really doing is starting a revolution here. I mean, (laughs) this is revolutionary. This is like profound stuff. Instead of exercising from hate, from body hatred... And trying to force your body to be different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Exercising or working out from body love to celebrate all that she can do, all that she does. Whoa.
1: And that includes the movement of us like running around with our kids, right? Like that's right. exercise.
0: Oh yeah. Believe me. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> now that I have a toddler, it's a totally different, <laughs> I mean, you know what it's like, right? But, yeah. I had no idea what I was getting into with the toddler thing. Like, no, you cannot put your hand in the radiator. No, you cannot put your hand, you know, inside the dishwasher where there yeah. are knives. No, you cannot stick your face in a candle. No, you can. It's like, right. It's running around, making sure that he's alive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. And it is, it is movement and it's enjoying that. Mm-hmm. And so if someone's listening to this and they're like, all right, well, that's nice for April or that's nice for Karen. Like, How do you actually do it? So you said, you know, the first thing is we have to get clear in our minds about where the story came from and what that was all about.
1: Yeah. And I think even before that, we have to get clear on what we want to feel. Mm. We have to know how we want to feel in our bodies, right? Like I wanted to feel sexy. I wanted to feel vibrant. I wanted to feel love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had to know that. So I could kind of work backwards Mm -hmm. to figure out how to get there.
0: Right. Right. Because Because what does sexy mean? What is, yeah. yeah.
1: And if I don't know the feeling I'm aiming for, I don't know when to enter in that GPS.
0: Mm, That makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. Right. Because, you know, it's like you wanted to feel sexy. Someone else might want to feel healthy Mm -hmm. or someone else might say, I want to feel beautiful. But what if our idea of sexy and our idea of beautiful is what society has told us?
1: Yeah. I used to go by everyone's definition <laughs> of beautiful and sexy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the dictionary, societies, and the thing BSI's is... size like-
0: too, and
1: yeah you know, but with that, which is you great know, if you're a size
0: two that's great too it's just there are a lot of women who are size two who hate their bodies right? right so with following
1: that definition of what everyone is saying i mean it changes all the time
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm.
1: sometimes a certain body frame is is what's trending right and other times it switches, right?
0: Like Oh my gosh, yes. I've probably talked about this on the podcast. I'm sure I've talked about it with you, but I thought that having I used to think I had a big butt. And some of that was brought on by like my brother and the what he would say was like the right butt to have and he showed me in the mirror how my butt is supposed to stick out or not. And I, I was probably like 8. And you know, maybe I was 12. I don't know, but I was some sort of age where it really impacted me what my butt is supposed to look like. And then I had this idea I have a big butt. I have a big butt. And you know, fast forward with j and mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian, like, butts are hot, you know? And so yeah. it just shows you that every body is beautiful. And what we deem as beautiful is determined by a society that changes that all the time.
1: Yeah. It's whatever's um,
0: trending, like you said.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we really have, like, once we can switch that into what, you know, we redefine it as. hmm You know, I, I love to redefine things. So beautiful and sexy have been two words that I have redefined to fit what I want it to be Mm. and not what everyone else wants it to be.
0: Yeah. Can you define it for us? Sure.
1: For me, being beautiful is just simply being you. Mm. Like if you are being your truest, fullest self, that is beautiful. Mm. being sexy it has nothing to do with what you wear Um, for me it's just about confidence and vulnerability and being raw and just loving yourself
0: Mm. y'all can see why I love her so much Mm. yes it's so fascinating because you can see women of all different shapes and sizes you know women whose body looks like society says it's supposed to look and feel terrible about their body. Mm -hmm. Or you could see a woman whose body is 400 pounds or whatever, and she feels amazing about her body. And you feel one feels sexy and one doesn't, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's more like that confidence and that attitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A friend of mine were at a pool and we started talking to this woman next to us who was curvy and voluptuous and she was showing it. And she, she was so confident. She was so sexy. And it was like, yes, more like that, please. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like a state of mind. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. when you own it in your mind, it's just going to come out.
0: Yes. And you are, April, by far one of the sexiest women I have ever met. You like ooze it. I tell you that all the time. You like ooze (laughs) sexy. Now, a year and a half ago, would you have said you ooze sexy? (laughs) <laughs> no, and I probably would have thought you were crazy for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're like, yes, I know. Thank you. It's true. <laughs> you're like, I know. Yeah. I know.
1: I, I, I mean, it, and it's even changed. Like, my hubby will be like, um, oh, you look good today. And I'm like, oh, I know. And before, I would just be like, no, no. Like, and I'd brush it off. Right.
0: right? We just throw right. those
1: compliments Right. Uh, uh, <laughs>
0: Right, we like block the compliments because we don't believe them. Yeah. And now you're like, yeah, I know. No, I just Thank take you. it. <laughs> <laughs> just take it. Yeah, so describe that for people where you were.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was super stuck. I was super unhappy. I was not confident at all in who I was. And I really was at a point where I kind of forgot who I was in the process Mm. of being a wife and being a newer mom and I lost me fully and it kind of showed everywhere, I think,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: you know, it showed up in my relationship. It showed up like with my friends, it showed up at work. Yeah. Just Mm. mentally, it was quite a struggle.
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's so hard. Yeah. And so, for all of you out there, like just hear where April was a year and a half ago. Like, <laughs> this is this is what is possible, right? Yeah. So take us on the journey. So I know what happened. Take us on the journey.
1: It was back in what 2020. So new pandemic. We had just shut down, down and I kind of started getting my dream of being home with my son for a little bit and then things got back to what was normal and I had to go back to work and that made the struggle of everything going on even harder Mm. and so when I saw you in Purpose Girl Facebook group I decided to do Goddess on Purpose which was the best decision I've ever made.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, that was where it all started.
0: It's amazing to me that that was just like a year and a half ago. Isn't you know, that
1: crazy? I mean, it's so crazy. I really would have told you you were crazy if, if anyone <laughs> were to come up to me and say this is what my life would be like.
0: <laughs> You're staying home with your son. You've started a whole empowerment business for other women to feel sexy.
1: Yeah. I always had the vision of wanting to help people. I never knew Mm. how it was going to be. Like Mm. I tried going to college for the medical field and it wasn't for me. And Mm -hmm. after that, I was like, oh, then there's no other option to
0: help people. (laughs) Mm. Yes. Yeah. And I always remember you were in the Goddess on Purpose class. And I I don't know what Happen, but I had a moment. Oh, April's supposed to be a coach, and I just said it to you, and you were like, "Wait a minute, how'd you know?" I, that?
1: I have never spoken those words to anyone at that point, and I was like, "How the heck did she know that <laughs> I've been thinking this.
0: I don't know. It's the it's the women's whisper. I me there's some sort of like soul reading or something, and here you are getting That's to coach women. Yeah. So. Now that you love yourself sexy, what has that done to your marriage?
1: Oh my God, so many things. Now I can graciously accept his compliments, which mm. I mean, we've had, I've asked him a couple times, I go, how did it feel when I used to brush him off? And he goes, it kind of felt bad. Like, you mm. didn't care what I had to say. Hmm. And now it's like, you know, I want to hear what he has to say. Like, I'm more open to all of his compliments and even his critiques. I mean, when, if he brings something up in our marriage that we need to talk about, but it's just made us more open and be able to talk about all sorts of things. And for me to be able to receive his compliments, not only make me feel good, but also makes him feel good. Mm -hmm. It's changed our life in the bedroom.
0: Say it sister
1: when I hated my body, the lights were always off. I didn't, I didn't right. want things a certain way. Like, and now it's just like, I don't care.
0: Like mm. lights
1: on, lights off, like whatever.
0: <laughs>
1: like we just get to have fun and enjoy it.
0: Mm. You know, that's so true. When we hate our body so much, we're more self-conscious during sex. It's like, oh, I, I shouldn't, Turn this way because yeah. then my belly will look a certain way or now my butt or they're probably focused on, you know, this aspect of mm-hmm. my thigh and being too big or whatever. And so we're not actually in the present moment of sex.
1: Yeah, we're in our mind.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, it's not going to be as good. And of course, then we wonder, well, why don't we orgasm or why yeah. did it, you know, feel that way? And then mentally, we're like, are they thinking all these things? Which they're not.
1: And we don't get to
0: enjoy it. Right. And it's to be enjoyed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's really impacted your marriage in this positive way. Yeah. That's incredible. What about mothering? Because sometimes I think mothers don't identify with the word sexy, even though I think deep, deep, deep down, we all want to be sexy. But we've been taught that mothers aren't supposed to be sexy. Right? Oh, my God. Even when, of course, more. we are. Hello. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it pretty much almost starts like when you're pregnant and looking for pregnancy clothes and they're all like conservative now and you have to Mm. be like covered up. And then you go into motherhood and, and you're supposed to, you know, be a certain way and only think about your child and not have any more me time. And because that was before kids. Right. (laughs) It's like, really, but taking time to love myself. And be there for me gives me more quality time with my son, right? Because I mm. can be present in the moment with him. I can, you know, do all the things he needs to do. I get to bring awareness to him about his body. Like, he he's at the age where he looks in the mirror and he's, like, looking at himself <laughs> and having fun. He's like, I look good. <laughs> and dancing and and learning new parts. And he's
0: like, Mommy, let's talk about my body. I'm like, yeah, baby, oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. Mommy, let's talk about my body.
1: I love when he says that.
0: Wow. April, he's getting that from you. Yeah. He has to be getting that from you. Yes, yeah, I brag you. <laughs> yeah, so well bragged. That's incredible because I bet a lot of kids are not saying that mm-hmm. and how different, cause this is not just an issue for girls. This is an issue for boys and for non-binary humans too. I mean, this mm-hmm. is really an issue. Eating disorders are, have increased among boys as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know because I am not a male, but I mean, they're told to be stronger, faster, bigger, better. And mm-hmm. to not be anything else. Mm. But
0: It's gonna be well rounded. Yes, well having you as his mom, right? Having you as and this is like our opportunity, you know, I I was giving a talk. I've talked about this before, but in case anyone hasn't heard the story or you haven't heard it in a while, a mom heard me on the radio when I used to be on Sirius XM radio and we were talking about body image and body love and she pulled over her car and called me. She found me online and left me a message. My daughter is 12 and is starting to say mean things, hating on her body. Can you please come and talk to my daughter and her friends? I'll get together the moms and the daughters. Will you come? I said, yes. And so there were 50 in total, girls and moms. And I took them through these exercises around like even the things that they currently say that are mean about themselves and receiving a reflection from each other on what's true and all these tears. And It was so beautiful. And when the thing is over, it was so beautiful. When the thing was over, we were all in the living room and then everybody went into the kitchen to eat because, you know, that's what we do. And it's great. And I went into the kitchen to eat too. And then I realized I left like my business cards or something in the other room. I went back to the living room and the mom that had organized the whole thing was standing in the mirror, looking at her thigh, criticizing her thighs. Now, I don't blame her. I get it, right? And, you know, what? hearing something one time doesn't, doesn't necessarily change it. And it's probably for her so habitual that this is just like how her brain goes there. But this is, I think the biggest impact that we can make on the next generation is how we talk about ourselves, right? So April, what about the whole idea of love yourself sexy and motherhood, right? Like how has this impacted your motherhood? Because sometimes we don't associate the word sexy with being a mom, and yet we should. So make that connection for us. Like, how has it impacted your mommying?
1: It has been a massive shift with me being a mom. The more I get to give myself me time, which generally, you know, as a mom, people are like, you need to take care of the baby and take care of the baby. And the me time where I get to focus on me and what I need then gives me better quality time mm. with him. And then we get to have amazing conversations,
0: <laughs> oh. right? We,
1: they get to be so fun and silly and we get to talk about our bodies and we get to talk about affirmations and what it means. And I would have never done that in the frame of mind I was before.
0: Mm. What kind of affirmations do you guys do?
1: He has a whole piece of paper that has his name on it. And it has things like, I am safe to share my emotions.
0: <gasps> mm-hmm.
1: I love to be me. Mm. Um, it's okay to make mistakes.
0: Mm. Um,
1: I am proud of myself. I am strong. Wow. I am caring. I mean, he has so many.
0: Where did these come from? Did you make them up? Did he?
1: Yeah, I put them. I wrote them on a piece of paper and in the morning we'll sit in front of my mirror and I'll read it and he'll like respond back.
0: Oh my gosh. I so want to start doing this. What age did you start this?
1: Probably at three. Okay.
0: So I'm not behind they Okay. This is so good. This is so good. Okay. So you wrote all these things for him. And I, I say things like this before Shay goes to bed. I say, Shea is compassionate. Shea loves to grow. It's okay for it. those kinds of things. So you wrote them on the paper and then you sit in front of the mirror and you read them to him. That is beautiful. And what do you notice now about him and his own body and what he knows and how he treats himself?
1: I love, like, it's so funny for me to just watch him in the mirror, like, and dance and be silly Mm -hmm. and like that's how we all start and it's just amazing to see that in him and i hope with all i'm doing like that never that part never changes Mm. because it's just so special and then there's things where he's like you know mommy i listened to my body and i kept it safe and i'm like (sighs) good job baby
0: wow (laughs) Wow I listen to my body and he's five yeah oh my goodness April I mean I'm 47 and sometimes I forget to listen to my body right like it's you know or someone's listening to this like I'm 55 and I don't listen to my body but our body knows everything our body always tells us what we need what we crave where we have pain and struggle that's so beautiful. So you teach him how to do that. Yeah. How do you do that?
1: <laughs> right now, it's just simple things, right? Like when we're sitting in the mirror with his affirmations, we talk about his body. When he's upset and I get him calm down a little bit from the tantrum, hmm. we go, you know, where are you feeling this emotion in your body? Hmm what can we do and i'll say we can run we can punch a pillow or we can dance what do you want to do
0: mm. and, he- and he picks one and he picks one. Oh my gosh if i had learned that when i was a kid i mean maybe i wouldn't be doing this now i don't know but it feels like those are you know because you know those are all things that i teach now and so it's like you know i teach what has worked for me because i didn't have it yeah hashtag mom goals April, like, show us the way, show us the way. And your clients, once they have been working with you, what do they say that they notice, like in their marriages or in their friendships or with their kids or even in their own body?
1: They're noticing things more in their marriage. They're noticing how things change, like the way they communicate, the way they can receive more. Mm which also goes to, you know, having more fun in the bedroom. I mean, the more you can receive outside, the more you'll receive inside. Mm. They're being able to give themselves that me time and Mm. to focus on how they're feeling and to focus where they need to put their energy and what's going on with their body. Mm -hmm. They're able to listen in -hmm. Mm -hmm. more where they weren't able to before.
0: Yeah, it makes so much sense. You know what about the deep wounds, right? Because a lot of women, like you, how old were you when your doctor? Like six. Oh, I probably knew that, but I blocked it out of my memory because I was so mad about it at the time. Six. Mm-hmm. Oh, little April. Right. So our wounding is deep. Yeah, and some people have had physical, you know, whether it's sexual molestation or other physical damage and abuse to their bodies. Mm-hmm. And so they can't even imagine being able to accept their body, let alone love her. Yeah. Wow.
1: It takes time to get to that deep stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And then to be able to heal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It all takes time.
0: Right. But what more worthy journey is there? Mm-hmm.
1: We deserve that that love that we give everyone
0: else. Mm. You know, I was just talking to a client actually this weekend. I was doing a VIP day with her, and I don't even know why this came up, but she said something about seeing a lot of girls. Oh, I know we were talking about porn and like Mm. kind of porn's impact or damage. And she said something about how, you know, it upsets her so much when she sees so many girls just like on the beach trying to, you know, just dress and flaunt for other people to get attention. And I said, yeah, it's so interesting because, you know, I spent a lot of time in Miami and everyone is flaunting everything Mm -hmm. on the Miami beach, right? Like you have been there before with me. You came on my Miami retreat and everyone is, you know, showing everything. But you can tell when a person is showing it for attention from others because they think that that's the way to be loved or be liked or be approved of, as opposed to when someone is showing it. It could be in the exact same bathing suit, but when they're showing it because they approve of themselves and they feel good.
1: Yeah. It's a different vibe that comes off.
0: Totally. Totally.
1: But I love that you said that because I grew up with the, if you got it, flaunt it Mm. mentality. And that's what I was told, especially like high school or late teens, early 20s. And so then I was getting the love for my body, but not the love for who I was.
0: Mm. Then you, so just so I'm clear, you would get a lot of attention.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Like people wanted to make out with you. Mm-hmm. Of course they did. People wanted to make out with you, but then it was almost like being used for sex or yeah. being used, for, you know, and how often it's so messed up does a girl equate that? Yeah. And then feel heartbroken when the person doesn't want more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like this is the revolution that needs to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Because when we really, really, really love our bodies, we only let someone touch it when we feel that it's sacred and oh, divine. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And when we're like a hell yes.
0: When we're a hell yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh, that should be another one of your programs. You should call it a hell yes. And- <laughs> You just did a little dance like you. I'm going to teach you how to only do the things that you are a hell yes to. I love it. Right? Because it's so, you know, and and I have to tell all of you out there, like, April writes so beautifully and everything you write, my whole body is like a hell yes to. Oh, my God. Yes. Because you'll talk about the beauty industry and where this came from. And really, I think every time I read something you write about that, it's like, Reminding me that this isn't my fault, right? Reminding all of us it isn't our fault and it was made up by a beauty industry trying to sell us something so we can make up something different.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Like the almighty dollar that falls on teaching women that we're too old and we're too fat or too skinny or too whatever. It's like all for consumerism.
1: Yeah. It's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder Mm -hmm. and we have to take that back.
0: Mmm. Let's rewrite that. Beauty's in the eye of the being. Mm-hmm. the holder, not the beholder, yeah, mm, wow. everyone needs to underline that. and And so, what's like a simple exercise someone can do?
1: I think one of the big things that started it off for me was to look in the mirror and to say, "Hey, beautiful, I love you every morning." Mm. And at first it was hard and weird and I didn't want to believe it. Mm. But over time, eventually I got used to it and then it got fun where now I say, you know, whatever I need to hear and I dance and I wink and I make it fun and mean.
0: And- mm. So you just started, even though you didn't yet believe you were beautiful, you just started saying it. Hey, beautiful! Mm-hmm. Hey, beautiful! Oh, I love that! Yes, so much yes to that. And so, everyone, as you're listening, like April's given us a couple of really simple tools. Begin to say it now, right? Redefining what sexy but beautiful or whatever that is means to you. Starting with how do you want to feel in your body? Looking at your story,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: y'all need to take her class because <laughs> you can tell just how good she is. So good. So April, tell us about Love Yourself Sexy as a course.
1: Oh, my God. Um, It's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going to say that.
0: (laughs) As you should. Brag away, darling. Brag away. But we do. We start
1: with desires so we know where we want to go. And we bring in a lot of gratitude because for me, that's just a sacred thing that has helped me come so far. Mm. And we get to do a beautiful like self-touch um, meditation. So instead of like poking and prodding, we're like being really nice to ourselves. And- What a
0: concept. Yeah. I
1: know. And we go into the beliefs and we go into our inner mean girl and what our mind's saying. And we move and we do sensual movement and mm. joys and self-care
0: and lots and lots of love. Mm. My gosh, every woman needs this. Every woman needs this. Every woman's daughter needs this. Every grandmother needs this. This is like, yeah, everyone, revolution. So, where can everybody find you, April?
1: Yeah, so um, Instagram, I'm and she rose up. And my website's loveyourselfsexy.com.
0: Mm.
1: I have a Facebook group that's and she rose up too. It's April Rose, hashtag and she rose up. I put daily things in in the Facebook group, questions and
0: You do. And again, follow her. You when you read what she writes, it's like instant warm honey to your soul, to your body. Your body will you will notice that you will just feel relief from what she writes because all the messaging that has told you that your body is wrong. April's writing every day is going to soothe you to start going, oh, wait, my body is right. My body is beautiful. It's incredible. Like you will literally feel like warm honey to your entire body and soul. Mm, I love that. And I love you. I love you. You too. And April, you did the Goddess on Purpose program. You have got you fell in love with yourself. You got clear on your own purpose. And then you did Goddess on Fire. Yep. And what was that for you?
1: Oh my god, it was amazing to be able to be held in that space while trying to create, mm. and not just create, but to go out there and do the work. <laughs> like it's it's scary. Yeah, it's scary to live your
0: purpose. Yes,
1: and to have you and to have other women that are like in the same boat, like holding you and like just witnessing you, is just. I don't think I would have been able to do it by myself.
0: Mm. Well, I'm so, you know, I'm so honored. I'm so thrilled. I am so proud of you. You're so incredible. I mean, you're so, so, so incredible. I mean, so incredible that I've hired you at Purpose Girl here too. Like, I just think the world of you. So everyone out there, if you want to love yourself sexy, and I know you do, go check out April now, right? And she rose up on Instagram, loveyourselfsexy.com. Again, it does not matter what your body size is. It does not matter what the number is on clothing. It does not matter what anyone has told you. It's all about how you feel about yourself, and it's all possible. And so with that, everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode of the Purpose Girl Podcast. We hope you loved it. If you did, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave a five-star review and one sentence, something like, The Purpose Girl podcast is so amazing. I love it so much. Anything like that helps other women all over the world find it. And that's how I get incredible guests and how we keep the podcast going for you. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.